Hi y'all. I'm super excited to be back with you again here in 2021. What a year 2020 was. I have heard so many people reflect back on 2020 and say how thankful they are that it's over. But I cannot discredit how great 2020 was at the same time. Yes, there was there were some terrible parts too. But 2020 brought some spectacular moves of the Lord and some merciful moves of the Lord. And I can't discount those or discredit those. My father was healed of COPD in March of 2020. Maybe not healed in the medical sense, but he was healed when the Lord took him home. He can breathe again and he can sing again. He is well. My husband got baptized in 2020, and I saw that his obedience to the Lord was far more important to him than any other worldly thing. It was absolutely one of the most beautiful and thankful moments of my entire life. My sister went to rehab in April of 2020, and she is celebrating 10 months clean. She is alive, and she is healthy. She loves again, and she believes. Most churches struggled in 2020, both online and in-person attendance, but our church has seen so much growth, it is just crazy. We have almost doubled our children's ministry since we came back from our quarantine. Y'all, it's just mind-blowing what we've seen happen in Forward Church. So whether it's in the valley or on the mountaintop of 2020, God was there. He was good. And he's going to be good in 2021. We just have to believe that. My perspective is that 2020 might have caught us off guard. We were complacent. And when the enemy got close, we weren't ready. Were you ready? Because I don't, I don't know that I was ready. Were you just going through the motions of being a parent, but not really present? Were you focused on work more than loving your spouse? Were you bandaging your problems with substances instead of being primed and ready when the devil came knocking? Were your prayers up to speed? Was your walk with the Lord up to speed? My question to you is, what can you do in 2021 to better equip yourself to handle the battle that we're facing in 2021? Are you ready to prepare for that battle? Are you ready to submit yourself to allow him all access to you in order to protect all of you in 2021? Are you ready to place your family at his feet in 2021? Let's get ready for battle. In Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 18, it speaks about readying ourselves for battle so that we are prepared for anything that comes our way, hell or high water. If you're a mama like me, you plan for absolutely everything. So if you're going to the beach, you have a plan to take towels and bathing suits, sunscreen, the sand toys, lunches packed, and anything else that you could possibly imagine that you might need for this trip to the beach. Same thing God is telling us about readying ourselves for battle. You need head-to-toe gear for battle, all packed and supplied by the Lord. This is not a bag that you pack. This is all his gear. Just like it's not an option to wear your bathing suit at the beach. Well, most beaches. 
it's also not an option to wear sunscreen at the beach. Talk about a sunburn. Nobody likes a sunburn. Put your sunscreen on. Bathing suit and sunscreen all go together. Same with his pieces of armor. They all work together for the glory and for your protection. Have y'all ever thought about making a kid's Halloween costume? Yeah, you can make it. It'll be adorable. Or that's what you think. You think because you're a planner and you're pretty crafty that you can pull it off. You get all the supplies. You are stoked to be that mom who nails the homemade Halloween costume. And your son wants to be this knight with a suit of armor. A knight in shining armor, if you will. But it ends up looking like a third grade mix between the tin man and an armadillo. You get complacent self-absorbed and thought you had it all together and that you could do anything on your own if you put your mind to it then the devil he walks in and he starts telling you how disappointed and embarrassed your son is going to be that the terrible costume looks atrocious and you go down the rabbit hole of i'm a failure as a mom a constant disappointment to everyone and you begin to recount every disappointment that you have ever been to anyone over a lifetime. All over this silly Halloween costume. Y'all, next time just buy the Halloween costume and leave the suit of armor up to the Lord, okay? He is in control and he is much better suited to do this than you are all by yourself. When you think you can do everything by yourself in this world full of insanity, you are bound to fail. See, the devil wants you to fail so that he can point out all along the way every other failure you've had. He wants the shame to creep back in, the hurt to creep back in, because then he's made a home in your head, your heart, and in your soul. And we, when we allow the Lord to create our suit of armor, nothing gets past it. But if you try to create your own suit, he's bound to get through. Ephesians boldly claims, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms therefore put on the full armor of god so that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you have done everything to stand stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for the, all of the Lord's people. Now let's break it down what each part of armor is for so the belt of truth reminds us who we are in christ kind of like the belt buckles that are as big as your face that scream y'all i'm a cowboy 
our belt of truth lets everyone know without saying, I'm a daughter of Christ. The breastplate of righteousness protects our heart by making godly decisions, not worldly ones. It's so easy in this world of pain and sin to have your heart hurt if it's not protected by the breastplate of God. We have to remember that it's the people who don't know the Lord that are hurting. Therefore, they hurt other people. It's like that piece of fruit that's in your fruit bowl that is starting to be at the end of its life and it starts to mold or decay. And if there is a piece of good fruit that's next to that fruit that's dying, that good fruit also begins to mold and decay and decay too. Same principle. Hurt people hurt people if those people aren't protected by the love of the Lord. So when you have this breastplate of God on, their painful arrows don't infiltrate your heart, and then you're more likely to be able to show them the love of Christ in response to their pain. The shoes of peace give us tranquility everywhere we go. When we can be the calm in the middle of the storm, it shows other people our true trust in the Lord to protect us. If we say the Lord's our protector and provider, but then we turn around and don't act like it when things get crazy and chaotic and scary, then why should others believe that he is the protector and provider? Y'all, we got to set the example here. The world is watching the body of Christ for direction and how to deal with what's going on in this world that we live in. It is up to show them the peace and calm that he can bring, or we can't expect any different from them. So the shield of faith is what we hold that helps us trust God to protect in all circumstances, no matter how high or how low they feel. Paul in 2 Corinthians 5-7 talks about, we walk by faith, not by sight, meaning we know beyond everything else we see and everything that we hear all around us that the Lord has our best interests at heart and he is working everything for our good, period. Not maybe, not probably, but the Lord will and is for us, with us, and he is good to us all the time, no matter what pandemic, no matter what marital problem, what addiction, what relationship, what job loss, he is there and he is working. You just have to trust that he is doing it in his way, in his time, not your way and your time. The helmet of salvation is so vital to our existence. When we accept Christ Jesus as our Savior, he comes into our lives and he, begin, he begins to transform us, not just our body, but our heart and our mind too. If we don't protect our body, heart, and our mind, the things of the outside world would, will begin to take root inside us. So the helmet of salvation protects our mind from the destructive battles that are waged in our minds. If something can take hold of your thoughts that's not godly, it can wreck your whole world. One of my favorite songs right now is called Evidence by Josh Baldwin. And in this song, he, so, he says, Help me remember when I'm weak that fear may come and fear will leave. You lead my heart to victory. You are my strength and you always will be. I see the evidence of your goodness all over my life. I see your promises of fulfillment all over my life. And that is so beautiful. We have to remember that 
even as that first thought may enter, we're to rebuke that thought that he is our strength. He always will be. We can see the evidence of his goodness, that his promises are to fulfill us, to give us abundantly more um, than we could ever, ever imagine, that we are to send that thought packing and we are to praise the Lord for the strength to do so. If we let those thoughts simmer in us, those sinful thoughts of lust can wreck our marriage. The devil's arrow of fear, insecurity, hopelessness, shame, and anxiety can force you into a hole of depression that keeps you from fulfilling the purpose that the Lord has placed on your life. For me, I have a, I have a problem, y'all. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. I say yes to everything. And trust me, I'm working on it, but it's a struggle because I never want to let anyone down or to be a disappointment. I am the Halloween costume mom without the costume, but all of the voices of disappointment. I spent so long letting my family down, dropping out of college twice, and letting myself think that I was a total failure when I say no. So uh, when I say no, the devil kindly tries to remind me of how big of a failure I am and that I'm going to disappoint anyone that I say no to. But when we put this helmet of salvation on our heads, we're protesting the world's desire to take our minds over. And we are not allowing the devil to possess our minds and let us think we are that disappointment. The first thought may be a devilish arrow that hits the mark, but with the helmet, our, our Savior provides no more will because he tells us that he has already won. We are his and we are loved. We are not a failure. I was without Christ. That was my problem. I thought I could do it all by myself and I didn't need anyone to help me. But I was totally wrong. I needed the Lord because, yes, I was disappointing. Um, I was putting my hope and my faith in people and in other things to protect me instead of Him. But now, I am with Christ. I'm a great mom. I'm a great wife. And I'm a daughter of the king. The last piece of armor, and may I say, maybe the most important to me, um, is the sword of the spirit. Because this allows us to arm ourselves with the word of God, the most strong thing on the planet. We get this sword of the spirit by reading our Bible. It helps us speak truth over our life. It helps us know what the Lord's intentions for us are, that he loves us beyond measure. It lets us know what his plan for our life is and how we are to apply that plan to the lives of others to show other people his love. It speaks truth and life over our circumstances, whether they are good or whether they are bad, and how we are to deal with those circumstances. And it helps us be, speak truth in life over the lives of others to help guide them in the way that he would.
We can't expect to be comfortable here or understood here because this isn't our forever home. We don't live in the same way and we don't fight in the same way as the world. We have to develop and strengthen our relationship with him through prayer and learning the word and obedience. This is how we become better equipped for the battle. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 6 say, For we live in the world. We do not wage war as the world does, though. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. Y'all, our weapons have divine power. Divine means of God or from God. Our weapons are from the Lord. It goes on to say that we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. To take captive of every thought is to take it, whether it is a good thought or a bad thought, and turn it towards the Lord. And we will be ready to punish every act of disobedience once our obedience is complete. Praise God for his provision and divine armor. Y'all, have you ever heard the song Battle Belongs by Phil Wickham? Um, and if y'all haven't, you you got to find it right now. I know I reference songs quite often in my podcast, but I feel though prayers put to music are awesome because it's not just a way to praise the Lord and worship him, but it's a way to give him all the glory. This song says, when I fight, I fight on my knees with my hands lifted high. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Every fear I lay at your feet, I sing through the night. Oh God, the battle belongs to you. Almighty fortress, you go before us. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. You shine in the shadow. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. Y'all will be crying on your knees by the time this song is over. Praise Jesus. This song is so good. We fight our battles in a way not understood by those who don't believe. We praise in the highs and the lows. We love even when it's hard. We reach out to help those who have fallen, not kick them in the teeth. We pour out his love as he refills our cup. We pray in thankfulness and gratefulness for all he has done. And we pray he will do the same for others using us in his revolution. We put our faith and hope in Jesus. We know we are protected under the powerful wings of El Shaddai. He is making a way for you and he is making a way for me. Y'all, I pray for you today that you will go into Ephesians and you will read about the incredible tools that, um, that he provides through his armor. I thank you um, for the support that I have received. Um, it has just blessed me so very much. Um, and I know that his support is, um, is backing you and me every single day. 
Dear Lord, we come before you today thankful for you and thankful for your son that you have given us the opportunity to walk in your light and to reach people in your name. We hope for a more beautiful tomorrow where people can come to know you as their Lord and Savior. We pray that you guide our hands and our feet in the way that we should go and the work that we should complete in your honor. May you protect each and every one of these people as they go about their day and help them be battle ready. Thank you for providing us the strongest suit of armor. We will wear it in your name. Amen. Y'all, I can't wait to be with you next time. And um, I hope that you have an incredible day. I will see you soon.